Welcome, travelers, to Season 2 of Not Quite Heroes. Join our Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition podcast as we follow the tale of five unlikely adventurers as they journey through the community-built world of Aventhea. Music, 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 music. not how the theme goes at all. I think it was pretty close. You know what? I can't be an entire orchestra, so you're going to have to just come at me later. Try harder now. Okay. Meet me in the Denny's parking lot if you have a problem. Hey, welcome to the Not Quite Heroes podcast. I am your dungeon master, Steven Garcia, and today we have with me... Hi, I'm Rob. I'll be playing Gal That Comes in the Night, Tempest Cleric Tabaxi. I'm Amy. I will be playing FNL Goldenrod, the half-dragon bard. I'm Wade. I'll be playing Rook, the changeling arcane trickster. I'm Mike. I'll be playing Thaddeus, the human paladin. Hi, I'm Niffer, and I'm playing Not Quite Heroes, a newest character who you will discover soon. Yeah, so obviously with that, we have a new cast member in our crew. So that's Niffer. Um, we're really excited to have her, and let's jump into the episode. Let's play Dungeons & Dragons. Let's roll some dice and move some mice. It is night. The echo of footsteps fade behind you, and the ominous figure perches high above you on the spire above the White Castle of Emery. The battle plays through your mind, watching your friend Firefly battle this demon of shadow and death. The cries of the woman she rescued echo through the quiet streets, the images of Firefly's lifeless body and the looming figure above it still in your mind. The laughter of Philly and Drake, (coughs) seeing the futility of your fight against this apparent master, rings in your ears. Fear and despair push you onward into the largest city in Aneria, filled with the sounds of laughter and celebration, a juxtaposition to the reality you are experiencing as the Festival of Ascension begins. As you exit this first ring of the city of Emery and you enter into the government district, the streets are mostly quiet. You hear that that echo of, of the guard footsteps as they march towards these stones of ascension fading behind you. The form of this this long-haired young young woman her body beat and bruised, just crying and screaming as she runs along with you. As you hear her screams, Rook, you're looking around, kind of surveying everything, and you see this blue flash come kind of out of your bag and then go right back into it very, very briefly. Though you're not sure if it was real or just a strange response to everything that's happening tonight. And as you try to find safety in the city, what do you do? Where do you go? Uh, yeah, that's a very good question. Can I try and figure out well, I guess, yeah, I'll just kind of slow down a little bit and be like, oh, which, uh, which, which direction should we go? Should we leave? Should we stay? What should we do? Um, maybe just find a place to rest. Okay. Uh, can, would I have to roll to figure out what a good place to hide in this city would be? No, you don't need, you don't need to roll that. Well, roll a perception check, actually. Okay. And you can do it with advantage because I assume that all of all of you would be doing this. Strong ten. A strong ten. Yeah. So when when you all first arrived here, you kind of rushed through through the city. What I will give you, you can't think of any specific place off the top of your head, but you know the districts in in Emery are these like kind of circles 
kind of build into the center, which is this this castle. And in the not the outermost circle, but the second circle is kind of the entertainment district where there's like pubs, restaurants, and taverns, and lots of people. So you could at least find a place to rest there. How how safe or not? You you you're not certain, but you at least know there's places to stay. Okay, resting, resting, resting. Let's uh, go this way. Ooh, Gail, Gail would has an idea. There's like guards around again. There are. He will go up to one and be like, um, hello. We just got out of a meeting with, uh, Mr. Drac, and we require lodging. A chop chop. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say roll a deception check, and then you said you got out of a meeting with Mr. Drac and... Well, you're not wrong. Yeah. No. <laughs> you're not. You're not wrong. It was of the utmost importance. The the guard kind of looks at you. You, you had a meeting with Master Drake. Do I look like I'm would lie to you? <laughs> roll, roll a persuasion, Jack. Yeah. Nine. Most people would lie to me. What? Well, I'm sorry. Why is she crying? I'd ask her. You are you with with these these folks, and this woman whose name I don't think you know. She she looks up. And says, um, yes, no, I'm 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 with with them. Um, and she's looking around at you all, kind of like, what do I say? What was your meeting about? Do you question everyone who has meetings with Master Drek, or just the ones who are important? Just the ones who have someone in their midst that's crying and doesn't look like they want to be here. Oh, that's that's very fair. Sorry, I'm sorry. I was trying to play a really that was that's a very fair point. Um, uh, well, if you must, um, uh, he drops his hand to his sword. Doesn't pull it out, but he drops his hand to his sword. Oh, okay. Um, you know, it was um, we had uh, some outstanding debts, and the the dialogue got um. Uh, heated. Yeah, um, but those debts are now r- resolved, and so we are just looking for a place to stay. As you can see, it's been a rather long day. Roll a uh, deception check with advantage, thanks to your bard's little assistance in there. Thank goodness. Well, it's a ten, as opposed to a one, which it would have been. We're not doing great. <laughs> I have a minus one to deception. This is about as good as I thought it would go. He rolled a three. Oh, thank you. Not total, but three on the dice. He says, uh, oh, that, that checks out. I suppose that makes, makes some sense. He's not exactly the nicest man sometimes. You don't have to agree. I know he employs you. No, he's a terrible, terrible demon human. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right? Okay, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> but you can see why I was suspicious. Right, right. No, it's, it's fine. It, listen, hey, you're doing a good job. Yeah. Like, you are clearly a competent guard. I mean, most people would just stand there and, like, nod and do what I said when I threw out his name. Not what I was um, kind of expecting from you, but g- good on you. Well, thank you. I, I do pride myself in my work. I take it very seriously. Anyways, you were asking about, about places to say. I, I assume you are not from here. You're here for other other such things. Me. <laughs> Look down at my tabaxi self and like sailor 
kind of garments. No. Yeah, not from here. If you're here for, um, like, a good time, lots of uh, rowdiness and fun, uh, I'd go to Ales and Owlbears. If you're looking for something more quiet and nice, uh, Ivory and Wine is a nice is a nice spot. I think we're looking for something where we can just kind of sleep and rest, so let's go for that second one. Quiet and nice sounds great. Oh, and then and then if you're if you're just if you're just here to get a good drink, uh, the Whispering Troll Tavern is good, though the the rooms are are not the best. The ale there is fantastic. Understood. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm assuming you can just give me some directions that you don't have to actually say to that second tavern. <laughs> yeah. No, he he goes he did that way, and then you and then yeah, right. turn right, and then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Down around, you'll see. Make a U-turn if possible. Understood. Yeah. Exactly. Watch out for the horses. What's your name, by the way? Uh, Gorm. No, pleasure to meet you, Gorm. Thank you so much, Gorm. I'm Gale. Of course, of course. Reach out to like shake his hand. I don't shake hands. That's fair and a good idea. I go for a fist bump. Social distancing. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I, I'll I'll do it. I'll do the elbow. Sticks his elbow out. Oh, okay. Anyways, gonna have to go get that prestidigitated. What? Ouch. I'm sorry. Yeah, aren't you all, like, blood spattered or something right now? Listen, no, we all look like crap right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you were talking about them, not the not the guard. Yeah, no, like, the party. Aren't they? Didn't they just get out of a very bloody battle? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little. Uh, anyways, I uh, hope your night gets better. Festival should be pretty fun. Thanks. Appreciate it, Gorm. He goes. You hear the the metal, the metal of his of his armor kind of clanking as he as he walks away and continues his patrol. So you kind of wander through the seat, the, the streets as you get closer to this entertainment district. The streets are just crowded. You're having to bump into people. You can see the occasional guard, but just it's it's just full fledged revelry and people on the streets like standing on top of cards drinking people handing out like these these weird magic sparklers that like they're just this little like cone and then above them is like this spark almost like it's it's dancing lights but like connected specifically to to a little a little wand that anybody can have and kind of fling the light around a little bit there are entertainers bards on most corners when you're in between the street corners like the the music's like competing and blending together and just becoming just noise though as you make your way into this you wanted to go into iron and wine mm-hmm. ivory and wine iron and wine is a band i know what you meant <laughs> yes <laughs> into ivory and wine there is at the front of this tavern there is a small yet stocky halfling i should say small stocky and cut just real buff little halfling no neck <laughs> curly hair the the hair on his feet though is is curled like styled very very fancy in almost like like these very fancy dress robes as you walk up he says y'all are a mess that is so true yeah normally it'd be like oh that's rude but no you, you you're so right no that's astute do you have any rooms available sir <laughs> i'm mostly just the security oh okay i'm so sorry it's been a really long day no, I can see that. Well, in the current state that you all are in, I 
can't let you in this entrance if we do have rooms. Uh, would you give me a brief moment and let me... Sure. Um, what, what's your name? Dardoon. Gale. I'm not going to touch that. Okay. <laughs> Elbow? Let's just maybe shake his hand later when we're all clean. Okay. Cool. I like the way that this that this lady thinks. <laughs> She's got a good head on her, I can see. So give give me just a moment. Let's see if if we have have how many rooms are you looking for? Just two. Two, two, two would be fine. Or I will turn to our guest. Do you want to stay with people, or would you rather be alone right now? She goes. I, I have nowhere else to go. Um. Oh, I mean, just you can stay with us, but just do you want your own room? Oh, um, I, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't know. I ha- haven't. Uh, I may, may, maybe the option would would be good. Okay, we'll work it up. Two to three. Yeah. All right, I'll check on three rooms. Uh, give me just a moment. But two will work. As he opens the door, though, and and starts to walk in, you see through this door the form of a very fancy-looking, enormous orc friend of yours. Just sitting there, sitting there drinking, drinking a a nice glass of red wine. Doesn't see you, but you you recognize the form of Fritz Firejaw, and you'd recognize it anywhere. So this this halfling kind of shuffles in, shuffles back after a minute or two. Says, "Well, looks like we have three rooms left. So it's your lucky night. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be five gold per room. Sounds great. Wow. Oh, wow. It's it's festival season." If you don't pay, someone else will. Yeah, no. You... No, that totally makes sense. It's totally fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you go down to some of these other places, 10, 12, 15 gold a night. Wow. Oh, no, I totally believe you. Like, and you know, sometimes these festivals and towns, like, really depend on it to get through the non-festival season. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that's fine. I can, I got this, you guys. Well... If you can put a down payment down for tonight, and we can, you can discuss further with with our owner in the in the morning. Of course. If you're going to extend your stay past the evening, but let me show you to to our our bathrooms. Thank you so much. You can kind of relax and get cleaned up a bit. So he walks down. You kind of go around the back. These buildings are all very similar to like it's this white white marbleish looking stuff, though. Around the edges, there's like this really beautiful, like red red wood with gold trimming on it. Kind of all the buildings in this area are really nice. Takes you around around to the back, unlocks a door, opens it up, and you open into basically basically like a like a sauna, like bathroom. There's a there's four different different tubs. There's curtains in between everything. There's a, a steam room. There's towels along the walls. And he says, "Clean up here, if you want. I can take any of your stuff up to your rooms." He holds out three keys and says, who who wants to take these? I'll take them. I take them. Okay. <laughs> Gives them all to Evanel <laughs> and says, there is his food in the main dining room and drinks, some quiet entertainment. We have a small library if you'd like to read. And if there's nothing else I can do for you, I'll leave you to it. Uh, no, I, I think we're good. Just uh, going to very much enjoy the bath. Yeah. Is there any extra services? Uh, what sort of services are you hoping for? Oh, just like, you know, uh, different, like, soaps or whatever. Some people have, like, scented things. I don't know. Oh, oh, I'm terribly rude of me. Terribly rude of me. 
through through this door right here, points kind of off to the side where there's no steam going through. Uh, there's a there's a whole room of bath salts. Okay. Please, please, take your pick. Enjoy. We also have some lotions and everything in there. Um, anything you need to make yourself feel feel proper and cleaned up. Awesome. Anything else I can do for you? Nope, I think we're good. Thank you so much. Okay. And so he kind of walks back out, locks this back door. Seems like you're not supposed to normally come in through this way. And you four are in this large bathing room with six or eight separate tubs that can all kind of be separated into their own rooms through through sheets and stuff. So if there's anything you want to discuss amongst yourself, this this young woman who's been crying kind of looks 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 at you all and says, "I, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go over here and, and get and get some of my own space." Um, okay, if if you need anything, just let us. Yeah, okay, okay I I will. As soon as soon as the that is over and the guy has left, Gail's gonna turn and be, "Um, hey, Evanel." Yeah. Why does it matter what the bath tastes like? No, it's not that kind of. Um, it's a scented salt, actually, so it makes it smell different. So you can make you smell. But like, I I, I don't know. May, I'm just gonna probably pass because as a sailor, swimming, bathing in salt water doesn't really sound like it has a lot of a lot of baggage with it. I guess. I mean, sure, it's not as abrasive as the ocean. And it's not got as much, like, you know, the water doesn't have, like, fish pee in it and stuff. So, really, it's a completely different situation. But you do you, my dude. Cool, yeah. All right. Any Anything else any of you are, uh... Yeah. I think Rook, kind of shortly after the guy leaves and, and locks the door, is it the lock is inside or out? Or, like, can I leave this room? You can leave this room, yeah. Okay, then Rook would leave the room and go outside. Okay. And then reach into one of the, I don't know, various side pouches he's got and grab that stone, uh, that he was given. Okay. By, uh, from Zestra. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he kind of holds that and, and thumbs over it a little bit and, and just rubbing on it and, and thinking. And he says, I don't <laughs> know if you can hear me, but, this is this is too much we made it to Emery you wait for a moment and you hear a voice come back to you if you are not well find the Verilon estate you are guests of Lady Sanfira I'll be there in two days and then nothing can't really do a whole lot else with that until tomorrow anyhow Rook would be utilizing prestidigitation to clean himself Mm-hmm. And is just going to sit kind of outside for a little bit. Okay. Uh, Thaddeus, what are you doing? It's like a, a bathhouse that we're in right now. Essentially, you're in a, it's a, it's a bathhouse connected to the tavern. No, the room we're in. The room you're in, though, yeah. Does the inn have a bar? There is one. It was indicated to you all, though, that you are not welcome in there until you're cleaned up. All right, then Thad's going to... Do what he needs to do to clean himself up. Yeah. All right, and Gail, anything anything you're doing? I have exactly one third level spell slot. So I'm going to use it to send to Mira. Um, hey, it's Gail. Wait, you can already tell that. Um we 
lost Firefly today. It was bad. It's my fault. And then he just kind of trails off on that one. Gail, are you safe? What happened? Are are you okay? I will head to Emery if that will help you. Um. Well, I leveled up, so I have another fourth level spell slot that I can use to send back? Question mark. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Um, otherwise, she would just have to wait eight hours to get that <laughs> response back, which would be stressful. <laughs> so I'll, I'll spend that to do that. Oh, she says, don't say who you are. <laughs> <laughs> Gail has to think about it, pause, and then sends, um, we're alive and safe-ish in a tavern. Some really big, nasty, scary thing escaped from some stones from what I was carrying. Don't come. It's not your fault, Gail. Do good where you can. I'll send you my prayers. Vincent may be able to help. Yeah, but do I want him to help? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Other than that, Gil's just gonna clean himself and also look at his new holy symbol and just kinda just kinda hope that he can even get a name kinda whispered in his head or something, because he still doesn't even know the name of the deity he's attached himself to now, so other than that he's just gonna take some much needed de stress time. Okay. So Rook, kind of as you're sitting there, kind of rubbing that stone, just reflecting on everything feeling kind of the weight of everything that's happened you see that blue light come out of one of your bags again and absorbs into your skin you feel this cold kind of creep in starting through your hand into your arm going up to your shoulder and into your whole self and there's just a lot of like for just a very brief second a super strong like all of the panic and confusion and loss and fear that you were feeling about what you just watched with Firefly, like, that just gets amplified and, like, doubled. Like, you're feeling even more of that. And then it just goes away, and you're back to normal. Well, I didn't think about how I'd process that all. Sorry? So quickly, on top of kind of dealing with everything else that's going on. Yeah, Rook momentarily turns into Gale, basically. You know what? Or literally... Maybe not. That would be amazing if when he was, like, feeling super intense emotions, he just, whoever he associates that emotion with. So he's just like, ah! <laughs> That'd be kind of really cute. <laughs> yeah. No, I think um, there is that moment of kind of, like, really wide-eyed, shaky panic during that, that short period of, of amplification. And when it settles down, he's kind of looking about and, and you know rubbing his arm and, and over his chest and, and scrambles up to his feet and opens the door and calls out and says, did you guys feel that? What's happening? Feel what, hun? What? What? Just just now, every, everything everything got cold and <sighs> that's because you're not in one of these warm baths, I guess. You should definitely get in one of those warm baths. Mm. Also, uh, um, 
You might just be stressed. Hmm. I mean, I know a lot about that. Yeah, uh, obviously I'm pretty stressed. We just, we just watched Firefly. I just watched Firefly die. Okay, I don't know why you guys are being so cavalier about this. Uh, oh, I'm not. I, uh, this isn't, it's not okay. And, and you're soaking in the tub. What are we, what are we doing? We are. I'm. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Gail. I mean, uh, I'm hurt. I'm out of things I can do to help. And I'm really sad. So sitting in this tub's all I'm really capable of doing, I think. As for me, I am soaking in this tub so that I can get clean. And then I can go into the hotel and lay down in a bed. And sob until I go to sleep. I need some more bubbles. Evanel tosses bubble bath at you. Rook looks between the three of you again and kind of slumps and dejectedly walks back out of the door. No, Rook! Uh, uh. Hey, if a towel's here real big. <laughs> yeah, there, well, there's towels of all sizes for all races and peoples and shapes and sizes. I will throw on a like super large towel that can cover mm-hmm. my all of me, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I will uh, walk out to Rook. Okay, so if you're coming out shortly after Rook, the the area is still fairly lively considering the festival. You're on the you're in the back you're in the back entrance to this hotel, so it's, there's not not a ton of people right here. You're kind of like in a back alley, more or less. Okay. Well, then Rook would walk out into the main thoroughfare. Okay, so, Evanel, as you as you kind of open this, this door, you see Rook walking out. Rook! Please come back! I don't want to chase you in this towel, but I'll do it! How far is the... I mean, it's just a short alley, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Okay, then Rook looks back, sighs, shakes his head, and pulls his hood up, and then you see it shift to just a, a kind of plain brown hood, and walks into whatever crowd there is nearest, or whatever grouping of people. Okay. This is not for Evanel to know, but are you changing what you look like as well? Uh, right now, just trying changing the, uh, like, using the shift weave. Okay. Yeah, so, Evanel, you see him walking off. What do you do? <sighs> well, I'll follow him. <laughs> okay, um, give me a perception check. I have a large human towel wrapped around me and then like a troll towel over my shoulder <laughs> um <laughs> or a robe or whatever and perception you say uh with disadvantage you i got 17 17 rook i'm gonna need you to roll a stealth and you can roll it with advantage there so. goes that victory it's okay the mostly rogue is not like stealthy i'm sure surely all right both of those were 18 on the die so 28 wow <laughs> yeah so you, you kind of walk out and you push out in this crowd and you just see brown hoods, similar size people everywhere. Uh, you get bumped into and uh, put some clothes on. What are you, what are you, why are you wet? What is happening? You just get kind of those comments as you're out there. I imagine there's definitely that scene where Eminem gets to someone with, with brown hood like, haha, I got you. And it's just a completely different person. Hey, sorry. Uh, do I, do I know you? Unfortunately not, so this is very awkward, excuse me. <laughs> I just go back. 
The fun thing is that could still be Rook. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. I assume that you have changed, but I can't. I got. I don't know. So. All right, and so Rook, as you walk out into the street and you put that hood on, what are you doing? At the moment, Rook is just kind of wandering because I don't know a very solid way to find this estate. Okay. The end goal will be to try and find the Verilon estate, but I think for right now, it's just about getting away and having time. All right. So then I'll say for now, you just kind of wander through this sea of people celebrating. You can smell some snacks in the air, kind of getting bumped into every once in a while as you get lost in this this kind of crowd. And Evanel, as you lose him, I'm assuming you walk back in. So as, as you get in, you notice this this woman who's with you is an Aladrin, like Firefly. Her eyes are all puffy. You can still see the marks of like these strange arcane shackles that were on her wrists. She looks beat up. She says, uh, so what What happens now? Uh, well, we're just going to rest here for tonight. And then I don't think any of us really have a clear head right now. So in the morning, we can talk about it and figure out what to do. And hopefully Rook is back by then. Because he just wandered off into the crowd and I don't know where he went. <sighs> you, and, and you all? You all knew fi- fire, Firefly? Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe this. I just can't believe this. I'm, I'm so sorry. And she just sits down in the middle of the floor and starts crying again. Yeah. Do, do, you, uh, do, do you drink or have a preferred beverage? Uh, um, I, I, don't, I don't know. I'll just get you some water. I've been that place been in that place for 10 years okay i'll get you a water with like a little bit of fruit in it sure yeah at least just get her some full-on juice scale just get her some juice uh, okay yeah so yeah i go grab her some juice mm-hmm. uh i will come and sit next to her and be like this is really tough but at least at least you're out now and we're gonna take care of you okay oh, okay Okay, that'll 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 be good. Yep. And Evanel's just kind of like barely holding it together. She's probably crying a little too. Put an arm around her or whatever. While Gil is also getting juice, he's gonna check his paw. Is the like the kind of mark from Landira still on it? The mark from Landira is gone. <sighs> if he was in a better headspace, he'd be smiling about that, but not quite. As he did, as he did fulfill his contract. Yeah, but uh, gonna just grab all three of us, four of us, because uh, Thad is still in there. He'll grab Thad, but Thad would be here because he knows him well enough. And the rest of us juice and bring him, bring it back in the room. Still in this bath, in this like this bathing room. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't want to be around crowds this second. Yeah, that tastes good. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Gail. Yeah, of course. Uh, this sucks. Yeah, yeah, it really does. It's not great. And she, as you as you put your arm around her, heaven else, she just kind of there's like at first this flinch. Oh yeah. As as you touch her, and then this like collapse into you of just exhaustion and sadness and fear and confusion and all these different things. 
I'll just hold her and let her get it out, man. Sip my juice. Okay, so Rook, you're on these crowded streets in the middle of this festival, in the noise and the chaos of, of this city. Are you looking for anything? Are you... What are you trying to do? No, Rook is looking for space, is about all that it is. Rook just cannot be sharing the same room as everyone else right now. Because to him, they are very blasé about the situation. Like This is probably one of Rook's first emotional breaks in a while. Or kind of the culmination of a lot of those smaller ones, you know, with the with the Shadow Realm and all the other things that have that have gone on. Uh, this is kind of like that straw that broke the camel's back. So at this point, it's it's just breathing space enough way to kind of uh, enough away rather to kind of process what all has happened. Why don't you give me an investigation roll? Uh, that's an eight. An eight. So you're 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 trying you're having a hard time finding just like real quiet and and real space there's a couple things that you notice that could be options there do seem to be the occasional quiet quieter alley and there are roofs but as far as just finding an open space easily it seems like you're gonna have to work for it yeah i I should clarify probably the space is more away from like friends Mm. you know what i mean uh kind of away from the people that are most tied to these events Okay. So it's not necessarily that, you know, he needs alone time because his whole thing is kind of blending in and, and kind of intermingling and, and that whole deal. Okay. Um, then as you, then as you're walking, you see this cart set up that's almost like a stage that, that opens up on front of it. And this performer steps out and they are an elven individual, medium, medium length hair playing a lute. And as, as they're playing, it's not super high tempo, like everybody going crazy music, but it's not slow. It's just, it's just not, got a nice rhythm to it. And people just kind of start grabbing each other and, and, and dancing. And this human about five feet tall, she, she just kind of grabs your hand and starts kind of twirling around with you, dancing and laughing. And says, come on, smile. It's the festival. Uh, at this point, Rook wouldn't, pull away necessarily but isn't invested Mm -hmm. so you know spinning with the momentum but not of his own volition Mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah kind of just letting it happen Mm -hmm. come on that's uh there's got to be a smile hidden in there somewhere i don't think there is right now oh sorry i'm uh i'm sorry and she kind of she kind of steps back so um well, well, uh, I also somewhere if you want want to get a drink or something. But um, if dancing can't cheer you up, I don't know what will. That is kind of what I'm looking for right now. A cheer up or a drink? Uh, I don't drink. Just trying to find that smile. Well, might be right here in front of you. She smiles and, and kind of winks at you. Uh, you know, maybe another time. Very well, uh, and and she just starts dancing on her own, and, and, and kind of leaves you, kind of in the middle of people dancing around you. Is there a, it's like a bench or something nearby? I imagine, or some sort of a short wall. Yeah, anywhere for a sit. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so that's the goal: is to just find somewhere to sit for a second. Okay. 
So yeah, you 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 find a it's almost like a like an empty wine barrel that's just been tossed to the side of the streets that you can sit down on. If I could, I could cut you off to say that. Uh, okay, uh, at this point, you know, once he's settled into this seated spot, he kind of rummage through that bag that's been glowing mm-hmm. and kind of start pulling out and and checking the various items that are in that. I mean, this is the newer bag. Yep, I imagine. Yeah. Okay. So as you as you pull it out, it's it's the bag from the Landirans. Uh, most of it's gold, but as you as you pick it out, there's this strange, small little music box looking thing, very simply carved, wooden, well polished, but old. Is this one of those music box like where it's got kind of a wind up operation or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's like a little key key in the side that's stuck into it that you can you can wind it, you can crank it. Okay. Um, then it, as he's kind of sitting sitting and, and idly. In his head, he's he's turning that key a bit and kind of lightly starts to thumb open the top. You get more of those weird feelings that maybe are amplified and shouldn't be like your own, and they're just anger at this point. Okay, so the initial reaction is that Rook would kind of let loose of the music box. Mm-hmm. And I guess I need to also question, is the, is the anger influential on the way Rook would feel? Like, would, would it, would he then? No. Okay. You just kind of are like, oh, there, I, I feel angry. Wait, no, I don't. And just kind of like something is in there. Like almost an emotion that you're almost disconnected from, but you can still feel. Yeah. And, like, you can incite that. Like, that's... It's in the rules of me, I guess. Right. You know, I think without the meta aspect, it kind of, at this point, is still wrapped within the so much that's going on. Yeah. More than it is, you know, oh, something's weird. It's everything's weird. Mm Mm-hmm. Is that more of then like a flash of that, or is that persistent? No, it's a flash. Okay. And then it goes away. Okay. Like, whenever you get feelings, they're going to be just flash and then gone. Okay. Okay. So then after a second, he would reach down and pick up the music box again, and again, try to open it up. Does it still play, Steven? It does. That's incredible. It's this very old... It's a little bit out of tune, and I think really where it's it's lost it's 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 lost the rhythm, so it's a little off beat. But it's a kind of it's a it's a quiet, happy, calm little melody. Okay, so I think that's it for right now. He would just listen to that and and kind of watching, or while watching the the group of people dancing around and kind of taking this performance in. So as you as you do that, we're gonna move over to Thad. All right. So you've been kind of in this bathhouse with Gail and Evanel. Well, I was about to say, and and Firefly's friend, whose name you still don't know. Yeah. What would you like to do? Once he's finished, he'd like to see about going to the bank in the city. Okay. Yeah. Well, as you were walking kind of through through to this this tavern, you you saw you saw a sign for the Tristone the Tristone Bank. Where, what's, are we in an area? 
You're in Emery. Emery is the, the capital city of Aniria. Okay. Uh, if FNL sees you leave, she like holds up. It's like, Fab, take this with you. What is this? It's the key to one of the rooms. Oh, yeah. Okay. I want you to get locked out. All right. What's the name of the place we're at now where the bath was? You're at, at Ivory and Wine. Okay. All right. So, yeah. Are there signs out saying where to go? Um, no, but you, you you had a good enough idea when you were walking and you saw where, where it was. It was just a couple blocks away. And when you walked by initially, it was still open. All right. So I'm going to head that way and go up to one of the tellers. Okay. Yeah, as you get to you get to the door, it looks like they're they're getting ready to close, but you walk on in and there's an elf at the counter, dressed very well. Hair's actually a little bit graying, means they've been been around for quite some time. In a very, very fancy voice says, What might I do for you? I've come to make a deposit. How much? What's your account? Account name is Helena. Okay. And one hundred gold. Uh, he takes your your slip and your gold, says very well takes it back into a room and deposits it as the door closes that he takes it back in right before he walks in there's like kind of a blue glow that, that kind of comes through the, the frame of the door and he walks back out and says is there anything else you need that'll be it writes down a number uh, and here's your balance enjoy the festival uh, on the slip it says 14,450 gold yeah that, that definitely uh, gets Thad a little wide eyed also <laughs> so he's going to put that in his pocket and walk back out. And just for the, the listeners at home, why don't you explain a little bit more about what you were depositing? All right. So this was an account that Thad made years ago. And its purpose is to help rebuild the village that he grew up in that was burned down. And it's Helena was the name of the account, and that's the name of his sister who died in the village also. So it's kind of a way to help out with that. And that's why he takes all these mercenary jobs, and that's where all that money goes. Yeah, so that, that's why the reaction is, is so strong, right? Like, Yeah, because he's... You're getting close to this. He's getting close to uh, what he thinks would be a good end goal to rebuild Mm -hmm. all right so as you get that slip anything else you want to do yeah on the way well he's going to head to the tavern the closest one uh thank you would you say it was the whispering troll yeah okay thaddeus has even heard there's some rumors about a uh emery and dark Mm -hmm. yeah he he could smell the uh elderberries like three blocks away so (laughs) Yeah, or on his way there. All right, so Thad's got his, he's got all his armor on, and he, he has this, like, tabard that has, like, the, uh, it's all worn and cut up and whatnot, but it's got the symbol from the old, from the order he was in when he was uh, an official paladin. As he's uh, on the way to the inn, he kind of tucks off to the side in an alley on the way there and just, like, rips it off and throws it in the corner somewhere. You know, any thing on him that would tie him to this order, he takes it off and just tosses it. And he goes about his way into the tavern. You enter in and there's a, a human man behind the bar. And he's off. Ah, welcome. 
Hey, your drink? Look like you could use one. Emrian Dark, please. Ah, uh, like a man who knows what he wants. He goes back and, and pours you a pint, pint and kind of slams it down and says, uh, enjoy that. That'll be two silver. All right. He hands you over two silver. Mm-hmm. And he takes a good, good big gulp out of it. Kind of wishes it around a little bit in his mouth. <laughs> and says, uh, you going to want a, a picture of that, my friend? He kind of lays it on the table. He's like, I do believe I will. Very well. I will uh, go get that for you, my friend. <laughs> Pours it over, kind of slides it down to you, sloshes around a little bit. So what brings you to uh, the Festival of Ascension? He kind of says a little bit mockingly. Nothing. I'm here for this ale. All this way for my ale? <laughs> You'd be surprised. Well, you finish that pitcher, the next round's on me. <laughs> a challenge? I was just considering it a, a generous offer from a new friend. Indeed, I'd only jest. <laughs> well, if you need anything, you just holler. Thad nods. Uh, and we're going to cut over to Gail and Evanel and your friend. Uh, are you still in the, the bathhouse? Have you gone up to a room? Uh, I'd be following kind of the our new friend's lead in terms of moving around and stuff. Uh, Evanel has to rebath real quick because she walked out in the street and she was wet. So <laughs> assuming she got a little dirtier, she's going to... She kind of like messes with, with the scales and sees if they come off or not. Mm-hmm. And they probably don't. So they do not. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like red where she was like scrubbing and picking at it a little bit. But guess back out. Do they like launder our clothes or? Yeah, this is a nice place. Okay, cool. So when those are ready. She'll go ahead and get dressed and uh, sit down next to our new friends. Uh, I'm Evanel. What's your name? Oh, oh yes. Um, I'm sorry. I'm I'm Thistle. Thistle. That's so good to meet you. I, I suppose. I suppose so. I mean, not the best circumstance. No. But I'm glad you're with us. This is this is a much better place than I was. That's that's true. Yes, exactly. So, uh, do you... We have a friend that I saw out in the bar. So, uh, I'm probably going to talk to him for a little bit. Do you want to go up to the bedroom? One of the bedrooms? Yeah, I think that would be good. Okay. I'll, I'll do that. Um, if you don't want to be alone, which I would understand, we can just kind of relax. It's okay, I'm... I... I'm okay with being alone. I've been alone for a long time. It's kind of my normal. Okay. Okay. So, okay then. Gail. Yeah. What What do you want to do? Shall we room up? Y- yeah. Um, I think I'm going to just go to the room, tell um, Fritz I say hi, I guess. I will. Um, so I'll just I'll leave the door open for you. Thank you. So yeah, she hands each of them a key. Mm-hmm. Thistle takes it and kind of looks around nervously, and then and then walks out out the door, kind of into the the main section of this of this building, and closes the door behind her. You don't see her, and heads up to her room. Um, the only thing, so Gil's gonna just go up to the room, and in between, kind of 
crying and being kind of curled up. He's going to take the holy symbol out one more time and just kind of say to it, Um, so I really appreciate you talking to me before I made another huge mistake back there in the river. But, um, I mean, it really, uh, I like how much Krylox was in my head, but, um, I guess, I don't know, um, you're kind of very quiet, and it's also kind of concerning. Uh, roll a d20, make a religion check. Natural 20. As you kind of say this prayer, this kind of steam that's been in this bathhouse kind of starts to swirl around you just a little bit, um, and you hear that soft voice again. Kale, just because bad things happen doesn't mean you made a mistake. I'm still here. And the the mist kind of fades away. Uh, oh, oh, um, that that's good, I guess. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep doing good, but, um, tonight I'm just gonna miss my friend. And one last whisper. That is good and right. Cool, well, my god just, god slash goddess just, Gave me the green light to go cry in a room for the rest of the evening, so I'm gonna go do that. <laughs> <laughs> so as you and I'm assuming Evanel, you're walking, walking at least into the main section because you wanted to talk to Fritz as well. Yeah. As you as you both walk walk in together, you see Fritz. Uh, he's got a book open. He's got his little spectacles around the edge edge of his nose. This giant orc man. His sword still very close to him, where he could reach it. And looks up for a moment and sees both of you, and this big smile across this big orc face. Um, <laughs> Evanel, Gale, oh, what you guys got here? I didn't think we'd see you again in this chaos. Uh, just going to a room. Sorry. Hi. Uh, I. Oh. Yeah. I'll, I'll talk to you tomorrow or something. Oh. Oh. I. Sorry. My 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 deity gave me a task that I'm really must see to. <laughs> So <laughs> I'll um, talk to you in a bit. Oh, good, good. You should, you should do that. I orders from on high. Yeah, I don't really. Sure. Yep. Cool. <laughs> I'm just gonna go. All right. Well, Evanel, please take a seat. Ah, uh, yes. Slides a chair open for you. Uh, she will. Yeah, she totally, totally sits down. <sighs> so, uh. Usually there's your little squad. Where's, uh, where's everyone else? Well, uh, we went to go deliver a box to a guy, and then he tried to kill us. Sure, sure. Like a Wednesday. And then he succeeded in Yeah, and then he, he did kill Firefly. He what? And then we got here, and then... Rook got really upset and wandered out into the crowd, and I couldn't follow him. And we also have a Firefly's friend who is clearly just extremely traumatized. And uh, Gail's probably just going up to his room to cry. And yeah, so that's how that night went. He just looks at you. Evanel, I... 
I'm so sorry. Reaches out a hand and just puts a hand on your hand. His big, enormous orc hand, even engulfing yours. Yup. <laughs> uh, what, what can I do? Who, who do I need to kill? What? <laughs> I don't think it'll work out so good if you try to kill the person that did that. Because, boy, we tried pretty hard. <laughs> and it didn't work super great. <sighs> and yeah, we basically just had to run away. But, but, silver lining, we saved her friend. So, Firefly clearly really wanted to help her friend, and so we helped her friend, and so that is very good. I guess there's not much silver in that lining. What can I do for you, Evanel? Um, I don't know. <laughs> she kind of cries a little, and wipes at her face is just like I just thought I would come say hello cuz I saw you and we were so we were super dirty and they wouldn't let us come in front um <laughs> hmm. uh he looks back and goes Dardun I need two more drinks at least these two are on you <laughs> the little halfling kind of shuffles around and gets some stuff and he, he slides his chair over to you and just puts his huge arm around you and pulls you in, almost like you feel like you're a little child. Yeah. And he says, uh, you don't need to say anything. Okay. Some things are just bad. Yeah. World's just bad sometimes. Yeah. We can sit as long as you want. <sighs> she kind of just probably chill for a little bit and drink some. Uh, just a smidge. Probably not too much. Because we all know alcohol is a depressant, okay? <laughs> she will eventually get up and kind of see is like if this is a place that like lets people do performances. Yeah, I mean, there's there's been um, a bar just kind of playing softly on a harp. It's very very calming kind of environment, kind of like like a smooth jazz kind of a yeah. not smooth jazz, just like a, like a, <laughs> a soft jazz bar sort of a thing. Look, any bar is a karaoke bar once, okay? Just go for it. <laughs> well, she's a bar, so she can't just go up and be like, hey, okay, if I, like, sing a song, or pretty good. <laughs> yeah, the the bard up there playing just kind of nods and like, like, sure, stage is yours. Yeah. So, yeah, she will go up there and basically let all that out via song. She is going to sing the saddest song that she knows. <laughs> I am going to let let this be in your hands. Do you want to roll a performance check or anything? Or do you just want it to be as is? I will give it a shot. Okay, then you can roll, in, roll it with advantage. As you're just playing with all this emotion. <laughs> Natural 20! So that's 30. Nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, you play this... this Almost haunting melody. Of all the comrades that ever I've had, they're sorry for my going away. And all the sweethearts that ever I had, they'd wish me one more day to stay. But since it fell into my lot That I should rise and 
should not I'll gently rise and softly call Good night and joy be to you all Good night and joy be to you all And when you're done in a in like a beautiful way the the room's just silent almost like nobody wants to cheer for that but everybody's like deeply appreciative yeah and it takes it takes probably 5 or 10 minutes before kind of the small hum of voices come back and the other bard kind of steps back and starts playing the harp and just gives you this huge this nod of like that was good <laughs> low fist bump <laughs> like hats off you win <laughs> and as you get back to Fritz, he says, that was, there's a tear in this orc's eyes. That was moving. Thank you for sharing your, your heart. It's just sort of like, I mean, gotta do something about the feelings on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your way's better than mine. I usually just kill somebody. I mean, been doing that too. <laughs> Uh, and we're going to cut over to Rook again. I would like to think that some amount of time has passed mm-hmm. in this between time. Yeah. So when we cut back, Rook would be kind of huddled up, almost in like a fetal position, in one of those lesser traveled alleys. Mm-hmm. And he's just got like his hood pulled over and kind of one of his bags underneath his head. And he's got his arm wrapping that music box tight mm-hmm. and he's just kind of going to sleep as that plays okay. um, as you're as you're nodding off you're awakened by the feeling of something cold and sharp on your neck and you hear a voice that says I'm gonna need all your gold <sighs> Rook would look up at this individual and oh never mind that doesn't work because it's it's not necessarily an attack against me what did you want to do i was going to use this unsettling visage (laughs) oh go for it okay (laughs) yeah then yeah i'd use that just kind of look up and and show that natural formed rook Mm. why don't you to I know it's not how it's written, but why don't you roll an intimidation check uh, with advantage? 21. Okay. As you do that, you see, like, this this person, you can't really make their face out. They've got a hood pulled down pretty far. They at least hesitate enough. They back off of you and pull that knife back. What, what, what was that? And then they, they point their knife back at you, but they're much more shaken. At this point, okay. reflexively... Your hand just jabs out and clocks him in the face. (laughs) And I'm gonna have you, or rather, I'm gonna make an attack through you, because I can do that. Okay. An unarmed strike, correct? Yep. So I get to use my attack modifier for him, though. Oh, nice. I get a 1d4. Cool. Instead of just your strength. Excellent. We make a good team. (laughs) Yeah, tavern brawler. So... I'm going to roll my first dice, guy. Yeah! Now would be a good time to say I don't know how to math. Give me a hot second. 21. Oh, that... Yeah, that hits. Yep. Yeah, so, like, 
you flash the startling visage and he like pulls back and then your hand just kind of swings out of its own volition and clocks him across the face. And you're just like, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Yeah. You still have your turn. You can also do an action. Okay. I think I'm going to have to blow this one and say that the first action that I do is just to kind of look down or look out at my hand Mm -hmm. and kind of like shake my head. For sure. That's good. That's a good choice. Okay. You know, move or anything like that or like run away or just, are you just literally standing there? Rook is in shock. I don't know about the rest of us. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The rest of us are also in shock. It's fine. (laughs) Including the guy you just punched in the face. (laughs) (laughs) We're all like, what just happened? What, sorry, what was the damage? Did you roll the damage for that? Uh, yeah. Rook gets 1d4, apparently. A d4 plus strength. Okay. Yeah, let me check if I add my uh, aspect to that. Uh, yeah, so it's my modifier plus the damage. So it's a 2 plus a 5, so 7. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, you just clock this guy across the fist, and he, he like, he stumbles backwards. It's like Rapunzel with the frying pan of levels of like, ooh. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, his 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 lip is bleeding and swelling up pretty pretty good, and he just starts to back away and, and drops the knife and runs kind of into the crowd quickly. Uh, and you're there, you're there. Oops. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Staring at my uncontrolled arm, and I am going to need you to make a sanity roll. <laughs> Yeah, make an insight check. Okay, it's ten. Uh, you are not sure what's going on. <laughs> what's your? Well, your it'll be higher than that. Yeah, you. All you know is somehow you like. You don't know if it was like a reflex or what, but you just punch that guy in the face without doing it. I'm so cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so he'd uh, reach down and pick up the music box and pull up his hood again and start walking mm-hmm. out of the. Alley, just I guess back towards towards the inn or the tavern or there's there's a feeling again, but this time instead of it being anger, it's a little bit more of like comfort and acceptance and maybe a little bit of peace. There's also just a single word of sorry. What? Make another insight check. <laughs> uh, that's a fifteen. No, you're uh, you're still just like. Yeah. You know something's going on and you can't figure out what's happening. You're hearing voices. <laughs> it's just like real life. <laughs> All right. And Thaddeus, you are... How far through this, this pitcher of ale do you think you are? I am finishing up the first pitcher. Okay. Uh, this bartender's just like, well, well uh, it is the Festival of Ascension. We're open late, my friend. Um, you going to want some more of that? Yeah, give me another picture. All right, I said it was on the house, so I'm if I'm I'm nothing if not a man of my word. Fills up another picture and tosses it to you. And why don't you make a Constitution save? Oh boy, thirteen. Yeah, you start to feel your lips. Your lips are getting a little numb, and your fingers are definitely tingling, and your inhibitions are are dropping pretty quickly. There's a pretty full bar. There's people around to talk to you. Kind of as you've been drinking, you've just been kind of shooting the breeze with whoever's next to you and whatnot. Yeah, I'm, I'm haphazardly leaning on the bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one fellow, fellow next to you, and he says, eh. So, 
what brings you here to uh, the festival? Most people here are with, with a group or something. You seem to be drinking alone. A little odd. Nope, just came here to have a few drinks. I see that. Well, everyone's got to find the favorite place. I don't really particularly like this festival, but I'm on duty, if you will. We've got us stationed in all these different bars, making sure uh, no one uh, causes too much trouble. So just know with the amount you drink, that giant hammer you're toting around, I do notice you. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Nothing to worry about here. I can assure you that. Well, good. Uh, if you ever need that hammer to be put to use, you might uh, might do well in the guard. Yes, I, I assume I assume you're a mercenary of some sort. That's just kind of shaking his head. Ah, all right. What what kind of jobs do you work? I'm not too picky, but when you said order, you know, I'm, I'm who knows? Stay away from those nowadays. Mm-hmm. Had my fair share of that in the past. Huh. Well. Probably wouldn't be from us. We uh, we take care of our people, keep them well paid, well fed. What's your latest job? What 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 brought you this way? To be honest, I can't remember. And that was sincere from Mike, <laughs> as well as that, I guess. You guys were traveling up here with with Tira, originally, escorting her to Feldhaven. You also were escorting a tra- a trader up to um, Aniria. Um, and then you ended up working for the Moonflowers a little bit. Right. And then you got blackmailed into working for... Vincent? Vincent, yeah. Yeah. Vincent. <laughs> uh, nothing too fancy, just some escort work. Mm. Easy to come by these days. Well, I'm going to keep patrolling this bar, pats you on the shoulder. What do you mean by a patrol? Do you, like, just walk around in circles? Yeah, make sure nobody gets out of hand. Good luck to you. Same to you. And Evanel and Gail, anything else that you are doing, or are you guys sleeping for the night? I'm just gonna go to bed, but I'll check in on Thistle before I go to sleep, just to make sure she doesn't need anything. So, uh, before you you go up, Fritz uh, just gives you a little kiss on the forehead. Yo! Aww! Says, uh, if you need me, I'll be be here. Tears not around in this place, but, uh, yeah, I'll be here. Thank you, Fritz. Anytime, love. Same Z's. Ah, you don't need to take care of me. Not not right now, in the least. I mean, hey, you never know what could happen. That's true. <laughs> you head up. and You said you were going to do one more thing. I just wanted to check on Thistle to make sure she was okay. We don't have to play it out or anything. Just be like, oh, you need anything? As you get there, she is, it seems to be sound asleep on her bed. Okay. And Gail. Yeah, G- Gail, um like cried a lot and then fall asleep cuddled on like the floor mm-hmm. all right in a blanket oh uh and rook rook and that if there's anything else you want to do for the evening rook you said you were headed back to the inn yeah or just anywhere that i'm not gonna get attempted mugged <laughs> that would probably be an inn yeah and you have a you do have a room at the ivory and wine okay then yeah is that room already paid for? Yeah. Okay. I don't know how I'll figure out who, but I'll, I'll end up there somehow. Right. Yeah, you walk back. Uh, you do see Fritz just kind of sitting down uh, as as you walk in. He just kind of, he doesn't flag you down. He just gives you like a very like understanding nod. Hey, you know what? I'm actually going to see if 
if I can bunk in Fritz's room. Because I don't know who has the keys or anything. Okay. Yeah, Fritz has a... I mean, anything. Of course. Uh, up the stairs to the left. You'll find it. Okay. he do that. Okay. Thaddeus? He's going to work on finishing that second picture. Okay. And attempt to work his way back to the ivory and wine. Okay. Drunkenly, I guess. Why don't you give me another constitution check? Oh, boy. Ten. Ten. So as you start to stumble out, you trip over the door frame and fall down. And this, this fellow that you were with kind of walks up to you. <laughs> I think you're going to need to help my friend. He signals two guards to come over to you and they pick you up. It wasn't my fault. The nail was sticking up. Uh, it sure it was the nail. Where are you staying? Everyone. You're staying there. All right. Very well. And uh, he gives a little nod, and you can make an insight check with this advantage. Five. Oof. <laughs> oh, honey. He gives a little nod to the, the other guards. Says, says uh, why don't you get him home safe? And they, yes, sir. Uh, of course. And uh, they start dragging you down, kind of guiding you towards something. They pull you to an alley, and they both start beating on you. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. And both hit you with a 16? No. Okay. So they both, as they, as they punch you, you even, like, these reflexes kick in. And you manage to, like, kind of block it as the punches break off of your, your armor. What do you do? Why are you hitting me? They don't respond. Okay. So that's going to try and swing back at the nearest guy. Okay. Roll it. You also reflexively punch somewhat. No. Right. <laughs> 19. That hits. All right. This is just an unarmed hit, right? Uh, I mean, you had your hammer with you. It's it's up to you if you pulled it out or not. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Well, okay. Did my disadvantage or anything for being drunk? Um. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now, is that for damage or hit? To hit. Uh, four. Yeah, that you swing, you swing just into a wall. You have two attacks though. Okay. Get him. Seventeen. That hits. All right. Nine damage. Okay. Uh, you hit this first one, and the the, the guard just like loses all his breath <laughs> as it cracks into his ribs. They both take swings at you, and they both miss again. Though this time they pull, they've pulled their swords out as you take a weapon. It's your swing again. Okay. <laughs> Same thing. Disadvantage, right? Mm-hmm. Eleven. That just barely hits as you smack into him again and uh, roll your damage. Eight. And and one of them, the one you just hit, just goes down. I think you have a second attack, correct? Yes. Oh, come on. Eighteen. Yeah. That also hits. Eleven damage. <laughs> and the second guy goes down, too. They both seem to be unconscious. And as you do that, you hear this whisper in the back of your mind. It says, I can give you vengeance. Pete's sake. Now and for your family. Finish them. There's only one guy up, right? <laughs> oh, they're both down. They're both unconscious. Oh, they're oh, they're unconscious. He wants mm -hmm. you to kill him. Don't do it. Or do, you know, I'm not your mom. I'm not your conscience. I'm Rook's conscience. It's fine. <laughs> Alright, so, after hearing that, Thad kind of 
you know, shakes his head a little bit. And he uh, tries to gain a little bit of composure. And he goes to raise his hammer, and he's got it up, and the weight of it kind of gets him a little bit. And he comes back forward and just vomits everywhere. Oh, honey. <laughs> Vomit on them, though. I am in favor of that. Oh yeah, I mean they're they're I mean they're right in front of them. So, <laughs> and then what? And then what are you doing after after that? Well, after that, the hammer he kind of it drops to the ground, and he's just trying to catch his breath and clear his mouth, and he starts wandering off, getting away from it in case it's drawing attention or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you manage to wander off, and and you make it back to the ivory and wine somehow. Few slurred words, a few a few directions, bring you back. As you enter, and you also see Fritz, who, who just laughs at you as you walk. And just oh, buddy, let's get you to a room. Takes you up into one of the, one of the three rooms that he knows. I'll oh, go ahead. I, th- I think I need some more bubbles. No, I think I'm gonna get you some rolls. Uh, and a glass of water, and probably have you lay down, my friend. So he opens one of the rooms that you have. As he's watched you kind of all going into, into rooms and stuff and, and puts you down and closes the door and you all get a long rest for the night. Yay. Though I imagine most of you sleep pretty poorly except for Thad, who's probably borderline unconscious. Evanel, as you, as you get up and you kind of open your door to get out, you see Fritz sitting on the ground just outside your door, sleeping. Aww. And Rook, you wake up in Fritz's room. Just you. And Niffer, why don't you describe yourself? So, in kind of the corner of the room, just like sitting and like huddled and like holding her knees to her chest and stuff and just watching you like she's awake and watching um, is a girl. She couldn't be more than 20. And she's just blowing and like she almost looks like grayscale because it's just like this ethereal like kind of transparent look to her um and her eyes are uh blue like the rest of them but like really pale and luminescent and like they're cat slits and her skin is patterned almost like vitiligo in like black lines around her eyes and black spots down her forehead and across her cheekbones and down her neck. And her skin is almost white on the underside of her neck and chest. And the rest of it is like a dark gold kind of beyond the blue. And her ears like are in a human spot, but they're tapered like they're a cat's. Like overall, the general impression is if somebody did one of those like face smashes of Evan L. Gale. <laughs> Of just like so kind of a kind of a catish, kind of a girlish girl. And she's got like flowing drapey robes and a hammered metal circlet with a rough gem on the center of her forehead. And she's just sees you wake up and again is just says Ari. And we're gonna find out have to find out more about who that is next time on the Not Quite Heroes podcast. <laughs> Eep. That was strange and weird. <laughs> yes, this was an episode. 
Uh, thanks so much for listening, everybody. Um, make sure you are following us on Twitter at the Not Quite Heroes Podcast. And oh yeah, whoa, what a what a night of podcasting <laughs> it's been. If you enjoyed that at all, uh, please rate and review <laughs> us on iTunes, Podchaser, Stitcher, wherever you're listening to us. It means a whole lot um, to any podcaster if when we get reviews. So uh, please, if you want to make our day, it all it takes is just like. A nice review and rating yeah. on it. That kind of thing. <laughs> Good hey, supplemental Eleanor. messaging. I think we did it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what else means a lot? Dice to a lot of dice hoarders like me. So if you are looking for more dice, uh, we are affiliated with Dice Envy. So that means that we get a little bit if you buy dice from them. You can go find our affiliate link at bit.ly slash notquitedice. Did you know these sparkly, these sparkly, like kind of rainbowy dice are from Dice Envy? Oh, they're so pretty. Did you know that the dice that I just got and started using for my new character are from Dice Envy? They're beautiful. Oh, they yeah. have pink glitter in them. So they're perfect. Did you know that I only recently barely resisted buying a bunch of dice from Dice Envy? And I probably will break down pretty soon and buy some more. <laughs> yeah, the last dice I bought were Dice Envy, those big, nice metal ones. Ooh, yes. Oh, we these, love these good metal dice. Metal dice are also my are also Dice Envy. Man, can oh, you so tell nice. what we like to talk about the most out of all of our <laughs> business? It's not <laughs> reviews, it is dice. Yeah. <laughs> Review. <laughs> Review dice. <laughs> Give us the reviews. <laughs> Give them to me. <laughs> okay, so I have my thing now, which is... Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we have to take turns. Yes. All right, so as always, our entrance music is a song Not Quite Heroes by Dave Cole of the Four Ooh. Orbs podcast. Woohoo! Uh, we use music and effects uh, via tabletop audio, Sirenscape, Zap Splat... Uh, and also Dave Cole again for some of the musics that you might hear throughout. Also, I think I'm going to sing for this one. You might have to sing for this one. Do it. Hey. Also, we used the application Niffer's Voice. Hey. <laughs> we used the actual bard. Yeah. Well, we love you all. Thanks for listening. Uh, and we'll see you next time on the Not Quite Heroes podcast. Bye. Bye. You, you can't see it, but I'm going to wave. Wade. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to splice in some funny stuff after this. <laughs> Here's my Just... waving ASMR. We were recording that. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time. Navigating on my phone that likes to freeze. It's his favorite thing to do. I love all the jingles that are coming out of this. Here's a jingle for goldfish, those precious little goldfish. Snack smiles back at you until you bite their heads off. You know, they made the real cheese, even though they look like fishies. A snack that smiles back goldfish. I didn't realize that there was more to it than just that last line. Really? <laughs> I didn't have a TV when I was little. Also, I was little a very short time ago. I didn't hear that song until I was already an adult. That was wow. Yeah. Strong ten. All right, so you've been kind of in this bathhouse with Gale and Firefly and this other Excuse person. Me. Oh my gosh, Firefly! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> in spirit. Too soon.
first time using this weapon. This weapon is Rook's Fist. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's my first time using it, too. Hey, you're welcome. It says, if you do this, I will give you inspiration because I think it'd be cool. Shoulder Evanel says, please don't get us in more trouble, Thad. Niffer says, heck yeah. <laughs> Niffer's a murder hope, but it's fine. I'm so tired, Thad. It's true. We we just want to have a nice, sad time. Don't ruin the sad mood by murdering people. The people who are listening currently listen. They like the characters a lot. Like, they like the story a lot. But they like us as people more. I think. I'm going to put that in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that people like us. Do I look like I would lie to you? <laughs> 